Welcome everyone to this very special episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. So you might be a people pleaser if you find yourself often exhausted or overworked or burnt out because you're doing so much for so many other people. That's one of the sure signs that you are caught in the habits of people pleasing. Also this idea of silencing ourselves so that we don't upset somebody else or we don't, uh, even in a group setting, we're not voicing an opinion that seems like it's gonna be different than what everybody around us thinks. That's very common for people pleasers, whether it's in a group of friends, in a family setting or in a work setting where we can tell, I know many times when I was at the boardroom table earlier in my career and when I was much more in my habits of people pleasing, where I would not end up voicing my opinion because I could tell everybody around me was kind of going off in a different direction. And so when we liberate ourselves from these habits of people pleasing, we can actually begin to access and speak, put, put a voice to our own truths and set the boundaries that are needed to not overfunction and not be exhausted, to take care of ourselves, all those things everybody talks about. And in, if you've listened to my podcast much or you follow me on Instagram, Brenda Florida Coach, then you know that I have a very practical side of how I approach these things. It's not just enough to have the idea that people pleasing probably doesn't serve us anymore and we need to stop doing that. It's like, how do we do it? So that's why today in this episode, I wanted to bring one of my clients, Hallie, on with me. Um, so Hallie, thank you for being here. I know everybody's going to love me. what you have to say and just hearing it. I know it helps everybody to hear things from a client's perspective, what their experience has been like, rather than me talking about what a client experience is like. And one of the things that I wanna talk about specifically, Hallie, in my work broadly, whether it's what I'm talking about on Instagram or what we're starting to talk about here on the podcast, I'm sort of making a little bit of a pivot, I guess we would call it, into really focusing more on the concept of we all have things in our life that show up that are not, you know, they're not serving us. We can tell they're tripping us up. It's, you know, one of these people pleasing habits or something like that. And I, and after my years of coaching, I'm, it's so clear to me that those are akin to symptoms of a deeper problem. So much like we don't want to go to the doctor and have him just look at the cut on our leg if we have a broken leg, right? Okay, we, we need to deal with the cut, but if my leg's broken, I need my leg healed, right? And so that is very much the way my coaching style has evolved, especially over the last year. And so it is how I wanna start talking to all of you in my podcast audience. Uh, I'll probably even in the coming weeks change the name of the podcast to something else uh, because really people pleasing is a symptom of something that is much deeper for many people. It's something like unworthiness or not feeling good enough or things like that. There are common threads in it, but how it acts out in our life and how we heal from it is all a little bit unique, which is why I love one-on-one -on -one coaching and 
um, retreat so much. It's why I've been starting to promote, you can find it in the show notes, a sort of staycation mini retreat, I'm calling it, because it's just a retreat for one person, not a group retreat. Um, and you get to stay in your hometown and I'll come to you on Zoom and we will just spend a day and a half together unpacking whatever we need to unpack and healing whatever we need to heal. Um, because the, while there are common threads in all of our journey, the exact process of how we get there and through our healing and applying these practical tools will be a little bit different for everyone. So Hallie, thank you for, that was my long introduction. Um, <laughs> and um, I would really love for you to just share with the audience in your own words, of course, we are as always unscripted here on Liberate Your People Pleaser. Um <laughs> what for you sort of made you maybe a little bit about why you decided to get into coaching and why me like what was it about whatever I said you became familiar with me because I was speaking at a group that you were a part of so that's how Hallie got to know me um, but in just that kind of few minutes of hearing me talk about things what was it that made you think I think she's somebody who can help me and what was it that in your mind at that point you wanted, you know, quote unquote, help with? Well, um, recently, I guess the last since January, really, I became aware of how negative I am to myself mm -hmm. and how, um, and how those thoughts have been, how they play out in my life and how they affect everything I do. Yeah. Um, and so when I was a part of this group and I, and when I saw you come on, I just think it was one, your energy that mm -hmm. I was attracted to. Um, honestly, I love the purple hair. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes. And um, your confidence, there is just something that I, um, I, your confidence is what spoke to me. I mm -hmm. have been told repeatedly that I need to be more confident. I need to be more confident. And I've even been in arguments with people like, well, great. Tell me how the F to do that. How, how yes. do I be more confident? Yeah. And so, um, and then previous before that, I've heard, you know, somewhere, oh, you should hire a life coach. So that's one thing you should definitely do. And so uh, when I, when I was in, when I saw you and was introduced to you through the, the, the Zoom meeting that we had, I was just, um, I was like, okay, well, why not? <laughs> so yeah. I love it. And, you know, for those of you who aren't clear on how this process works, like however you come to me, whether you are in an event that I was speaking at, like with Hallie or hearing this podcast or see something on Instagram, I set up 15 minute calls with people so we can talk because there's no way to know for sure, right? Like you have to have a connection. Mm -hmm. And so I have to have it and the client has to have it. So Hallie and I set up a call. We chatted for 15 minutes or so because I need to be sure I can really help her with what she's coming to me with. And then it gives you that a little deeper and a one-on-one -on -one opportunity with me to feel like, yeah, I think this is a person who can help. So that's kind of how the process goes just to take the mystery out of that. Um, we schedule a 15 minute call. And so obviously we both felt like we were a good fit and we started working together. And so what um, in that confidence, so I love this, that you brought that up because 
two things that I loved about that is that, yes, so many times we hear, oh, well, you should be more confident or, you know, whatever, something around imposter syndrome that we shouldn't, or we should stop being so self-critical or we should, but then there's, how do I actually do that? Right. It's so embedded in us. We're thinking negatively about ourselves. We're diminishing ourselves, which is what breaks confidence, right? Is self-diminishment all the time before we even realize it's happened. Right. And so in the process of our diving into that, did you have, I mean, I'm totally curious about this. No wrong answers, right? I don't know what she's going to say, folks. Um, could you tell in the way that I was working with you to work on both these, the negative self-talk and and the self-diminishment, not that we called it necessarily those things all the time in our sessions, but that's what we were, you know, working with. Um, could you tell I was trying to get deeper and figure out what was causing that to happen? Or was that not um, obvious, you know, was that not really obvious to you? Because sometimes I wonder about that. No, no. Um, I, I, I did feel like there is your, your questions and um, I know I felt like it was obvious and I, I, cause I, well, when I, I listened to some of your podcasts and then I was like, well, there is a deeper issue that I have. There has to be a deeper issue. Um, yes. That, cause if I didn't have a deeper issue, then I'd be able to be confident. It would just be, you know? Yes. It would yeah. just be there. I wouldn't be lacking it. Not, See, I don't lack it, but I wouldn't right. have this problem. Yeah. And so it really is like, that's such a great way to describe it because it really is like a barrier. Mm-hmm. Like there's something that's what causes do causes create barriers to us access as accessing something that is truly within us. We all have, you know, self-love, self-confidence, inner wisdom, you know, the knowing when we need to set a boundary, like we all have that inside of us, but we've been conditioned to not see it, to not access it, to not even know it's there sometimes. And so the symptoms come up. Okay. I've got all these relationships where I'm not setting boundaries, places where I'm keeping my mouth shut because I don't have confidence or I'm not, I mean, part of the stuff we talked about with you was also work-related as it is I mean, anybody who relates to a lack of confidence, that doesn't just hit you personally, right? It hits you professionally. Mm-hmm. And so we had a lot that we talked about there. And we would talk about, and I don't know if you can remember, I'm totally putting you on the spot right now. If there was a practical thing that I had you do to sort of, um, to help with those things that were more the symptom levels. Um, like, I don't know, I probably, I, I don't even remember myself cause I don't do the same thing with every person, but probably I often will do a thing where I'll have you imagine, you know, like spend five minutes every day or something, seeing yourself as that confident person and how that would change your life. Do you remember any of the little practical things that, um, we, that yes, one of the first ones that I did that I found very interesting was you had me write down my perfect day. Ah, and, um, yeah. That one was interesting because when I wrote it down, there was things that um, 
I was surprised that, they, that would, that's what I would find perfect or that there's things that like, oh, wow, I didn't involve my kids. Maybe my kids should be involved in my perfect day. Of right, right. And then um, that helped me actually think about, well, what do you actually really enjoy doing that brings you an inner peace? Um, and the most recent one that actually really helped me as far as with my confidence is you had me write down 50 things I'm competent at. (laughs) Ah, yes. And, um, that was very liberating. Um, because after, well, after I finished that little exercise, um, I haven't had that self condemnation that I've always had, like literally beating me over the head. So it's been a nice uh, week and a half. (laughs) Nice, nice. Yes. And so I think, again, that's the beauty of dealing with both sides of it. The symptom, it's not as if a symptom doesn't need addressing, right? Like to go back to my broken leg metaphor, that gash on my leg needs the Band-Aid, right? Or whatever. It needs taken care of. But if we only do that, that will heal and I'll still have a broken leg. And Mm -hmm. so then I'm still going to have that weakness. So in the deeper things, and I, and I so appreciate your willingness to be vulnerable and open with people here as we do this, what is there a, um, you know, there's, as with most people, we have more than one cause, right? There's more than one thing that, that creates these. So for you, what is the the co- sort of cause level thing we've gotten to that feels the most like, ooh, like this is this is really big. Like if, when I can make progress on this thing, I can see how it's going to affect all these other things. Is there one that you can kind of name like that? Mm-hmm, sure. You um you helped me identify my inner critic. Um, to before I didn't there was no identification there. There was no, um, you helped me to identify um, when the calm divine voice is, is to, to be able to get to that voice versus hearing my inner critic. critic. And I, even the fact that I call it that now is kind of big because now I can understand that um, there, well, one, what's the reason why I'm hearing that voice? And um, I don't know if I'm going in the right direction. With yeah, yeah, yes. That. Yes, um, no, that's perfect. So the work that we did that allowed me to identify those two different voices, I was like, I kind of feel like I'm going crazy because I have two different voices in my head. Yes. They are real and they're really, they're, they're there. And there's been times where I've been able to um, say, okay, stop to my to my my negative self and I've been able to say I don't need your input anymore I just need you to to be quiet yeah I've been able to to breathe through that and literally just kind of do a one minute meditation through that and move on um yes uh to where normally I would have been all up in my head thinking of exactly all those things that have probably nothing to do with the situation I'm in, but just that's just what's being talked to me. Yes, that's such a perfect way to describe it. And I think so many people will relate to that because it is like there's so many times 
what's going in our head does make us feel like we're going crazy, right? Like there's two, oftentimes two very contradicting voices. And one of them, like in that example you gave, your inner critic was sort of arguing with that inner divine wiser part of you that knew and so that's what happens i mean really it's like um, somebody said to me the other day how we can gaslight ourselves so the concept of gaslighting usually is given by example of another person who's denying our reality right like no it didn't happen that way no i never said that no you know that wasn't that way and it's as people pleasers, because we tend to want to make others feel good. It's very easy to lose our way when somebody outside of us is doing that. It's really easy to second guess ourselves and then go, oh, okay, well, maybe, maybe they didn't say that, or maybe they didn't mean it by what they said or whatever. So that's gaslighting if you're not familiar with that. Um, but I hadn't really thought about applying that term to my own inner life. That when my inner, you know, same inner critic is really going off on me, it's gaslighting the part of me that knows, mm -hmm. you know, and saying, no, that's, that's not, that's not going to work. Don't trust that. Don't follow that, you know? And so from that with your inner critic, because I think getting to these causes is also a layered process, right? It's not just like, oh, boom, there it is. Um, so the inner critic was driving that lack of confidence. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like in the last few weeks, we've also kind of gotten into probably what's driving that inner critic, um, of the very classic, what so many of us deal with of not feeling good enough. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if there's, I'm curious if there's a way that even knowing that there's something like that driving the inner critic, if there's any, and I'm not looking for a compliment or any outcome here, but like if there's a relief in knowing like, oh, okay, like my inner critic is causing the lack of confidence. Oh, okay. That not feeling good enough is causing that inner critic. And so like, if in the awareness of it and the way that we work together, it starts to give you the sense of, even though it's not like, boom, tomorrow, everything's different. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a place to go. Absolutely. Um, uh, a relief. Cause I'm like, okay, that means I can change this <laughs> mm -hmm. because I've always felt like kind of shorthanded, like, okay, I, I know I'm not confident. I know I'm not this. I know I'm, I'm like, how, how do I change that? How do mm -hmm. I also become the person everyone says I should be, or I could be, how do I do that? Yeah. And now that I, I can identify um, when I can identify those voices and then understand one, it's not true. <laughs> yeah you know it's not true that I'm 
not good with money or I'm, it's not true that I'm the worst mom in the world because right. I didn't remember this one thing. It's not true that, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a good realtor. All those things. Those aren't, yeah. those aren't true, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember the day that just made me think of the day we were talking about that thought of that nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and how not true that was, but I'm sure everyone listening to this, you can relate to it. Like you've had this story in your head about, you know, nothing's happening at work or I'm a terrible mother or I'm, you know, whatever. And when we really stop and consider it, it's actually not even true because mm -hmm. you had plenty of things happening. Mm -hmm. You know, but like most of us, there's a, there's a gap between what's happening and when all the money comes in. Right. And when we're in that gap, especially for anybody who's, I mean, I have a lot of people following me in real estate. So lots of you in real estate, you know, there's a big <laughs> gap from when starts stuff starts happening and when you actually get paid. And many of us who are entrepreneurs, you know, even in the workplace, if you're going to get a paycheck, there's still that I got to wait till next Friday, you know? Um, so I love that that was really liberating for you to like be able to, to get those how, like to realize, I mean, I think part of what I'm hearing you say is that you were, in your case, you were clear on a number of things that were not what you wanted them to be, you know, the confidence of whatever, how you view yourself as a mom, Etc. But that gap between, okay, yeah, I get that. And I want to be over mm -hmm. here, you know, but I don't know how to get there. Mm -hmm. That's, that's exactly me. And yeah, I, exactly me. I'm like, I'm like, sure. I can hear it. I'm like, just, just tell me how, and, I, and I'll, I'll do whatever it is you tell me to do. Just tell me how, and I will yes. work it some magic, you know, just tell me how. Yes, yes, yes. And you do, you do. And the, and that is why for me, you're such an ideal client and, and all the people I work with. I mean, that's part of what I'm doing in that 15 minute call is, is discerning. Are you a person who's going to do the work? Because there, for me as a coach, I mean, I kind of don't even believe this is possible, but I'm not about just identifying giving you more of what you already know. Oh, okay. You lack confidence. Well, you need to be more confident, you know, <laughs> whatever. And so many people, I mean, I know when I hear people speak or sometimes when I'm reading, you know, self-helpish kind of books, I'm like, okay, I get all these concepts, but how do I really get myself from here to there? Mm -hmm. And that to me is the value in these, especially one-on-one -on -one journeys, group, group journeys can be very effective too. The fun thing about a group is that you, it's fun to see how you can learn from somebody else's story when their story is so different from yours, but it's just like, oh, wait a minute, but that's kind of what I'm doing over here with this, you know? So I do love group settings as well. Um, but I just think there is a magic in that one-on-one -on -one relationship where we just spend that time. I'm going to wrap up with this question. I wonder what it feels like to you just to take the time, you know, every week or so in our sessions 
where you get to just show up and spend an hour of your time focused on you, getting the feedback you get from me, like, right, like sharing that with me, being seen and heard, you know, and it includes, of course, a financial investment, you know. So I wonder if you could sort of describe to our audience what it's like to give yourself the gift of that time and space. Well, one, it's, it's been wonderful. Um, a lot of times when I come, when I show up, I'm like, I hope I say the right things so she can unpack as much as she needs to. <laughs> um, a lot of the time I have no idea what's about to happen. Uh, so, uh-huh. and a, a lot of, a lot of the times it's a, a pleasant surprise. Cause I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know what things you're going to hear me say. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense now. So it's, um, it's been a, a, it's been a great investment because one of the things I did know is that there's things I've been telling myself my entire life and that if I have control over my brain, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I do, then there's things I need to unlearn and, and, and how, I don't know how, but I knew that you were going to help me unlearn those things. And so every every session I come to it like, okay, let's try to, I try to fit everything, almost everything as I can and uh-huh. as much as I can. But then I do know that that's not, you know, we unpack the things we're supposed to unpack. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, it's been, sometimes it's been scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, when there's signs, I'm like, am I even doing, saying the right things? But, um, uh, then, then I, that's, I stop worrying about that like five minutes in. So, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to describe it. It is a very, um, unplanned sort of intuitive process, right? I, I yeah. come to a session never knowing what a client is going to say or bring up or whatever. So it's not like I can plan ahead. No. Oh, today we're going to use this tool and that tool. And I'm going to say this, you know, it's not like that. And so it's a very fluid and intuitive process. And I, I, you're right. I think there are times, whether it's with you or other clients, I I feel like you can tell me if this is true, that I will pick up on something that you oh, yeah. said that you've not necessarily even thought was a thing, right? It yeah. just came out. And then I, I hear something in that that yep. takes us then to a deeper place. Yep. yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's just kind of the magic of it. That's the magic of for you showing up and being transparent, authentic, and open with me and me showing up, you know, with my gifts and tools as a coach and that sort of intuitive discernment or whatever we want to call it. I'm I'm not sure what to call it on my end, but, uh, but it, but it's there and it works and I can see it in the eyes of a client when it's happening and of course, I love that because I feel like <laughs> that's part of my bringing my gifts into the world. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much for being transparent, authentic, and open during this podcast interview. I love working with you. Um, and I, I know that everything you've had to say today has been really helpful to everyone that's been listening and curious about this whole 
process because I think the process of coaching is all sort of you know mysterious is it you know like what is it legit like does stuff really happen you know <laughs> and and so I guess here I already said I asked you my last question I'm to ask one more let's go on sure. that legit thing do you feel like your day-to-day life just in the mundane ways too right not just the big things like we've talked about work and you know whatever money different things but like in all sorts of mundane ways can you feel in how you're showing up in your everyday life how the process of the things that you've learned and applied from our sessions is helping you navigate all all the areas of your life uh yes um especially you know just closing my eyes and taking a deep breath and really asking myself, is this really true? Mm -hmm. Um, That's been a a really big one for me because I am one that I'm an overthinker. I I overthink everything. Um, So that's been, even in the little mundane things of, you know, with my girls, before I even respond to them, I, I ask myself the question, is nice. the way you're about to respond going to help them or hurt them to where before I would have just reacted. So mm-hmm. it's, it's allowed me to, um, be calm first. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. To then be reactive. Um, and even with, even with, you know, my, um, my coworkers and even, you know, my husband, there's just been things I've, I've, I've been able to, take a step back and just ask myself, okay, what is really true about how you're really feeling and how you're really going to respond and show up to this current situation Yeah. Um, and how, what is needed of you and what is, what is not needed of you. Because mm. <laughs> I tend to overcompensate a lot when that's not needed at all. So, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's the perfect note to end on. I guess we needed that. Thank you. Thank you. So thank thank you everyone for joining us, Hallie and I, on this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. If you go down to the show notes, you can get a link to book that 15 minute call with me. You can, uh, (laughs) thank you. Um, You can uh, get a link to my website. You'll have a link to the staycation mini retreat if you want to find out more about that. But all the things We'll figure out together when you book that 15 minute call. Um, So go to the show notes and check that out and watch for more changes as we go through this month in real time. We're in September right now. And so as we go through September and move into October, um, some exciting changes in, in my business and how I talk about things and probably even a new name for Liberate Your People Pleaser. Uh, So stay tuned, everyone. Thank you so much for being here for this episode. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you.